Hi folks, a little bit of housekeeping before we start this podcast. This is Rory's conversation with Lisa, who many of you might remember was facing eviction um, from her home and was looking for suitable accommodation for her and her daughter. This was despite the fact that she was able to meet the asking price for the property. Uh, but now, unfortunately, events have not improved and uh, the situation is deteriorating and Lisa is looking to over overhold overstay uh, look have a, have a listen to the conversation please if you uh, can I'm asking you to join us on patreon.com forward slash tortoise uh, a lot of work going into these podcasts over the last number of years to be honest but we've a lot of new content coming if you're uh, clicking around look, looking for something else to listen to as well we have a new pod out with on green light with Lenny Abramson and Caroline sitting down to talk about conversations with friends and how consent is key. Uh, it's a really good listen. I'm grateful to Lenny, as always, to uh, for his time to the Tortoise Shack. Um, also, we have a new episode of Built Different out. And the ladies this time discuss uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, George and Kencho's family looking for uh, taking a case against the state, which, you know, we've obviously been involved in, in platforming in terms of the police episodes that we've done on the that on that terrible case uh, there's lots more up there they're all available on patreon.com forward slash tortoise and you get them as soon as i can turn them around uh, it's a 550 a month to you but it helps keep the mic on for us thanks for the support and i'll stop going on now enjoy the podcast <laughs> Welcome to Reboot Republic, the podcast that goes behind the headlines and looks at the big issues in this republic of inequality. We are the podcast of solutions and the podcast of hope, and I'm your host, Rory Hearn. I'm joined today back on the podcast by Lisa O'Shea from Carcevine and Kerry. Um, We had Lisa on back in February, who told her story about her own situation facing um, being evicted from her home. Um, And Lisa is with us today to update us um, how things are going and unfortunately, it's not too good. Lisa, listen, thanks so much for coming back on Reboot Republic. Hi, Rory. Listen, do you want to let us know where things are at? Um, so basically, um, yeah, I'm still here. I've, what day is today? Wednesday. I have Monday's my eviction day, so five days time. Um, there is nowhere. Um I had been offered a council house, um, but it's not suitable compared to what I've been in. And that's not being a snob or anything like that. My aim and my goal was to buy a house, this house, preferably. Um, so I have purchased all my own furniture, my belongings, obviously, over the years with the aim of um, just having the house to actually buy um, and not having any other other expense after that so um and like that I've kind of got a lot of opinionated people's opinions from that but um at the end of the day I don't see why I should have to get rid of all of my belongings so somebody else can have their either it's their fifth or sixth house here yeah. you know um and that is the problem um, you know, so many of us are expected to just get rid of our lives and walk away from it so somebody else can have another house added to their their pile of houses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just horrendous. It really mm. is. Um how have you been the past while? How has it been? Um 
it's it's a uh, you have good days where you're functioning and then there's other days where you just think, oh my God, um, I just feel sick to my stomach. Uh, it's like you take a breath and there's just this sense of doom when you take that breath because you just, there's no hope. Um, you know, you've no sense of belonging. I'm around now with a house half packed and half not packed and there's just days I have to walk out because I'm just I don't know where to begin um yeah. I have moved some of my stuff to sheds uh belong to family um so like that I'm around the place trying to think you know what did I do with that you know trying to run a business and trying to function and trying to remember did I do this did I do that what did I do with you know I just my head is just all over the place. Um, and yeah, and like that, you're trying to work and my daughter's trying to work and trying to pack up a house as well. You know, she's 16 and this is what she has to do. Um, and like that, she's going into fifth year in September and we don't really know where we're going to be. Yeah, um, It's just, I'm just so tired. I'm so tired of, you know, just the doom and gloom of it. There's just no, I swear I probably have my clients driven demented with everything because obviously everybody's so concerned, but it's like, there's no happiness. There's no happy news. There's nothing, you know, that you just, there's a bit of joy that you can go, oh, this is great. This is happening. It's wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, um, so it, yeah, it's just, I'm tired, really tired. Um, you know, but and like that, there is nothing to rent. Um, like I was saying, there's about 43 properties up in Airbnb for Carsevine alone. I mean, we're not a big town. The town is about a mile long. It's one street, yeah. more or less. And there's 43 properties on Airbnb. And that's just Airbnb. Like there's other sites as well that have holiday homes. Um, and then you have the ones that are doing it um, in the QT. And um, and even if you did get a house to rent, you're talking about nine hundred and fifty to a thousand a month. Yeah, which I can't yeah. afford. Um, and even if the council contribute to half of that, um, that means I won't be able to save. Um, I won't be able to show that I could manage a mortgage because they probably won't even look at the fact that you've been paying rent. Um, but it means that I won't be able to save. So it's just keeping you down. And I'm kind of refusing to do that, to be honest with you. I think a thousand euros a month is insanity. Um, anywhere, never mind Carsevine, um, to pay for rent. It's just, it's a complete waste. I can't understand how people have been doing this for so long and not standing up and fighting for it, to be honest with you. I mean, you could be paying that into a mortgage and you'd have security. And that's it, isn't it? It's the yeah. mortgage. Because if you look at, um, how long have you been in your home again, if you want to remind people? So 12 and a half years now. So 12 years last December. Yeah, so 12 and a half years. And yeah. you would, it is your home. You're in your daughter's home. Yeah, it is our home. Um, and I made it my home. Like I've had to carpet this house, paint this house, decorate it to our liking. Um, any jobs that had to be done in this house, I did it. Um, the garden, like I've, I've had to dig up all my plants in the garden and pot them. Um, I still don't have all that done. Um, 
you know, I always kept it well, you know, um, and fought for things to be done with it um, when needed. Um, so, yeah, it's our home. Um, you know, so it's moving somewhere else. Like I said, I was talking to one lady there about who was a house in the middle of nowhere, really. Um, and like that, they still have, you know, they have fridges and stuff. Like I need a house with nothing. I own everything, washing machines, tumble dryers, fridges, cooker, you know, everything. Um, so you're trying to literally find a what would probably be a brand new house because there'd be absolutely nothing in it. Um, but it's just not there. Yeah. And I want to come back to, because I think it's important in, in the telling of this, that what you explained the last time, like you've been living there um, as a, you know, a tenant for 12 years, you've made it your home. It's your daughter's home. It's the only home she knows. And mm-hmm. um, you've built, as you explained before, you know, community support, you know, your, you know, your neighbors, your community, everything. Um, and that, and your business as well. Um, and that mm-hmm. essentially the last, the person, the last person who owned it was, um, essentially the banks they were selling it anyway mm-hmm. you tried to buy it you were outbid by um somebody who was buying the property not as to live in as a home mm-hmm. but to do something else with it either rent it or as you say possibly convert it into a short stay um tourist accommodation mm-hmm. and for me what it shows is um and you were supported as well by the, the, the council in terms of the RAS, if I'm right, in terms of that, yeah. um, on that scheme. And um, the point being, though, that this is your home and that why, sh- you know, you've been living there 12 years, you know, just because it's being sold on, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to leave. I think this is what's completely wrong with our housing yeah. system. You should have the opportunity to buy it or at a minimum, yeah. you should be able to stay there, you know, on a yeah. permanent basis as the tenant. Yeah. It's your home. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and that's why, you know, I was highlighting this story. Uh, one of the reasons was that um, I should have been offered first refusal, like should have been offered first refusal. And even while the banks had it, was it three years, you know, they couldn't take into account the rent that they've got from me being in it for that three years and come yeah. back to me and say, like, they put it up for 90,000. So why not come back and say, right, Lisa, give us 110 you know, yeah. um, and, and you would have yours. been able to buy it at that. But no, you know, they put it up. They didn't even tell me they were putting it up for sale. They just put it up for sale. And like I know, um, like I had asked before it went to auction. Yeah, I could have bought it. I could have bought it. Um, I couldn't. I didn't have a whole pile more than that because um, I couldn't get a mortgage from anyone other than the credit union. Um, but and that's the the other issue is um, the mortgages aren't being granted to people that are clearly functioning and have income coming in. But uh, when you're like a lone parent and self-employed, it comes against you. But, um, you know, and like I said, I asked, could I purchase it before um, it went to auction? And they were like, no, but I know that is possible. Um, And yet they, they couldn't do that when I asked. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and how is your daughter in all this? You mentioned there in terms of she's, yeah, you know, she's, she's still at school. Um, she's... Yeah, she's, she's heartbroken, you know. Um, 
she's heartbroken. She just finished first, fourth year and, um, you know, she has her school holidays now and she's working. Um, so she's trying to deal with this as well um, and trying to pack. And she's a teenager at the end of the day. So you can yeah. imagine what it's like trying to get them to actually, you know, do that. Um, but yeah, she's just, you know, it's where she grew up. Um, our neighbours are like extended family here, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it's 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 scary because, like I said, she's going into fifth year in September, and she needs stability for the next two years. Um, she certainly doesn't need this drama going on. And like I said, we don't know where we stand. Like I have heard nothing. The council haven't even come near me in this whole year. They have refused to come near me. Um, I've had councillors contacting them to sit down for a meeting. They never responded. I was talking last week to the housing officer um, and I asked him to come and see me. That is his job. And he says no. 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 He won't sit down and talk with you? No. He's just like, we offered you a three-bedroom house. You're only entitled to a two-bedroom. And like I said, I don't care if there was one bedroom in the house. It's the size of the house that's not going to take what I have. And they just, they don't care, obviously, about what, what you've worked hard for. Um, it's just like walk away from all your belongings and that's it. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's just, I just, it's not good enough. And I've got grief from that on, um, was on a, a radio show there last week. Yeah. And the grief I got from it, uh, they'd put a post up on their Facebook afterwards and the trolls like like I said why should I have to get rid of what I worked hard for so somebody can have their fifth or sixth house yeah you know that's just not good enough it's not that I failed and I'm not working and I'm not contributing to you know society and all the rest I am um and you're expected to do that and like I said they refused refused to come and visit me because they can't look at me in my face. It's like the banks. They don't want to see your face. They don't want to know the person. They just yeah. want to detach from the reality of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And what sort of comments were been made at you? Oh, my God. Like, I actually had to get onto the producer and ask her to take it down. It was kind of like, oh, sell your stuff and you'll have enough for a deposit. I have a deposit. Move back in with your mommy and daddy. I'm like, do you know I have a mommy and daddy? You know, um, what else was there? Oh, the sense of entitlement by this one. Um, shall we get you a, a Mercedes and a swimming pool with that? And yeah. then all oh, the single mothers comments then as well. You know, they just they just like what? Like what? Uh, you know, just kind of like um, you know, like they want everything for nothing. Um, you know, this kind of the the normal stigmas that go with it. And I'm like, no. If maybe if you read the article, not that the article got everything right. Um, they didn't have all the facts. Mm. Um, but I just can't understand how people can be so nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm losing my home and my daughter is losing my home. And like there was probably over 200 comments of nastiness. Yeah. Yeah. On that. Um, like I said, I've worked hard. I've paid my taxes. I've running my own business. 
Um, I don't see why I should have to get rid of my life because of what the government are making huge mistakes in and we can't even have roofs over our heads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I think it's really important to, to challenge those, you know, ideas that, and those, you know, comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, some might be coming from a place of feeling, you know, aggrieved themselves. And, you know, people mm-hmm. are coming from places of suffering themselves and, and been, mm-hmm. and others are just, you know, being nasty and others just don't understand they haven't yeah. been in a place of losing their home and therefore have no concept or not you know trying to think about it and then of course you have others who are actually just there defending current government policy and don't mm-hmm. want to accept that they've caused you know yeah. this situation it and is it is absolutely yeah. policy that has caused this as i said you know had we removed which you know myself and others have been calling for years removed that the ability of um, automatic ability of a landlord to be able to evict someone if they're selling a property. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that policy wasn't there, you would be still in your home and in your home for as long as, as in yeah. many other countries like yeah. Germany and Denmark, where the tenant, you know, they're paying the rent, they're doing everything. Mm-hmm. They can stay there as long as they're, they're not breaking any, you know, rules and, and that would yeah. be your home. And obviously yeah. if you go back further, as you were saying, you know, you should have been supported to be able to buy that home as mm-hmm. well to buy your home. Yeah, absolutely. And like I had asked the council as well, I said, look, if it gets to a point where I can't afford to bid higher, like, you know, can they come in and, you know, try and help me buy it? No. And I mean, like, like I said before, the ironic thing is this was originally a council house that was built 70 years ago. Yeah. Um, There's an extension on it, but it's originally a council house. And even without the extension, they were good size houses compared to what's being built now. Like yeah. you have decent sized bedrooms, like very decent sized bedrooms compared to what is being built now. Yeah. And like I said, they're structurally, I would buy one of these any day before I buy a new build. Isn't that incredible? Like what this was built by the council. Yeah. You know, yeah. and here yeah, it is yeah. now. And then, someone... like I said, the house next door to me has been lying vacant for nearly eight years. It's been vacant next door for eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And As you know, there's for what? Man, many others around the town. Vacant you know? as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like I've said it so many times, like I've been involved in tidy towns for years and we've been yeah. years chasing the Kerry County Council to, um, you know, follow them and make them do up the properties and all the rest. But they don't, they don't do that. They don't put pressure to do that. There's like most of this town is empty. Yeah. Most of it has been empty. A lot of properties have shifted in the last couple of years, but mm. most of this town is empty. Like when the, they were doing the census and the girl was asking us one day, who's in, you know, these houses along. This is actually on my mother's street. There's 14 houses. Yeah. And I'm like, empty, empty, empty. Somebody, somebody, empty. Da, da, da. And she was just like, what? I was like, yeah, there's 14 houses here. I said, there's six lived in. Wow. That's just they, one row. That's, that's one row. And are they Airbnbs or are they actually just been left vacant all the time? Are they uh, holiday homes or? They're kind of holiday homes. There's one or one kind of being done up, but, um, and then there's one that, 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 that was an older lady, but she's kind of into something. But, uh, yeah, kind of holiday homes are homes that are just not used. Yeah, that's one rule. 
I can go through the whole town here and you'd have the same story. Jeepers. It's just, it must be enraging for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even like there the other night, I was looking around, I went out of the town there looking at a house and uh, like the amount of houses we passed that are holiday homes, empty, gated up, you know, and you're just like, wow. It's shocking. Like, it really is. Um, and here's someone, and that, you know, who's contributing, as you say, Jimmy, who's running a business, yeah. who is, as you say, part of Tidy Towns can't get a home in your yeah. own hometown. No. And I've promoted this town for years. I, I, I Like, I love my town. I love South Kerry. It's the most beautiful place in the country, by the way. Um, and, I won't but disagree we've had to with you on that, too. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> good. Um, and like we have to fight, you know, to promote it, to kind of get um, attention to it, to draw tourism here. And, you know, I've done that. Um, and yet I'm the one that doesn't have security here, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so, Lisa, what yeah. you, you'd been saying to me, we were messaging over and back that you're uh, mm. considering staying, not moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what's your thoughts now? What are you thinking? Or well, what are you it's like to do? I can't go anywhere when there's nowhere to go. Um, so I can't move my stuff out onto the street. And I say stuff. Some people seem to think you know that's just like random little things. I'm talking yeah. about everything: my furniture, yeah. all my belongings. And even if it is just a pair of shoes, then I bought those shoes. I shouldn't have to get rid of them because of what's happening. In, in this country with housing, yeah. um, you know, but uh, so, yeah, like today is Wednesday. I can't see anything happening between now and Monday. So I'm I'm staying until there's something sorted that is suited to me and my daughter. You know, um, I was never one to roll over when somebody says roll over. That's what you have to do. That's not how I work. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Well, I I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think you're right to stay where you are until you have something that's appropriate Mm -hmm. and suitable. And I think that, you know, the, the word entitlement is thrown around. Mm-hmm. And actually, the word that should be thrown around is a human right to housing. Exactly. That housing yeah. is a basic human right. Yeah. Housing are for housing is for homes. Yeah. Full stop. And like I've, I remember having a conversation with somebody um, a couple of years ago. They bought a second house, um, and I remember they saying to me, "Oh, that's the pension plan." Yeah. I was like. Oh my God, I can't even buy a house to be my home. Never mind a pension plan or whatever else plan yeah. they have for houses. But clearly they're being encouraged somewhere to purchase property for the likes of a pension plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, there's there's lots of financial advisors on the media and everywhere encouraging mm-hmm. people who have money to go invested in property and mm-hmm. um yeah. I, I think that that's a really important point to make that 
uh, houses should be for homes, not pension yeah. plans. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, so I mean, I think like you see here, so many people have land that they like to build on. Yeah. And they apply for planning permission and they get refused time and time again. And even at that, will they ever get it? Um, I remember hearing of one person here, seven years, seven years they were trying to build um, and before they actually got it and moved into their house. Um, and yet you can go off and buy a house like that. Like, I actually think there should be a system in place that if you're buying a property, then I don't know. Do you apply for some kind of uh, a permit to be able to bid on that property if you already have a property? Should yeah. you be allowed to maybe having one and maybe a holiday home, but you shouldn't be entitled to have a holiday home unless you're going to prove that you're going to use it? Yeah. I don't yeah. know, 40%, no, you know? I, I think I think that in the current crisis that people who aren't buying a primary residence shouldn't be able to buy another house. Exactly, yeah. No. I, I don't see why. Why yeah. should we be allowing... A, People buy second, third, fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth homes when people like yourself don't even have their own home. Yeah, absolutely. Something has to start in the line of that. It has to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like I said, so like like we're our population of this town was like twelve hundred. It's now about um, sixteen hundred probably because we've so many Ukrainians in here, and like schools have struggled here for years to keep teachers yeah years yeah and yet you know there's so many holiday homes i know valencia island they have a huge problem there's so many people that want to live there they can't buy a house because there is so many holiday homes on that island yeah and the prices went crazy in the last couple of years you just couldn't even afford it and yet They'll struggle to keep their school open and they'll struggle to keep teachers. Yeah. yeah. You know, people want to live where they're from. Yeah. And even at that, there's people that want to come here and live here. They're they're tired of city life or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, and there's 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 property lying idle and so many holiday homes and that opportunity isn't there. Yeah. And did you grow up in Karasveen? Yeah. Born and bred here. Yeah. 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 You know, so it's just, yeah, like I said, I'm nearly 40 and I'm just like, wow, I'd really rather get on a plane, <laughs> go, go, you know. Um, but, and it's just, you know, there's no need for it. There's yeah. absolutely no need for it. And that's what's so frustrating. Um, you know, you, you think, you just always grew up thinking, yeah, I'll grow up, I'll get a house, mm. get a mortgage. Mm. Um, who knew this was going to happen? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, no, it's it's just it's so wrong, it's so wrong. Um, Lisa, listen, I I I really appreciate you coming on and and talking again and explaining your story. Um, the I think you know people will be you know struck again by the importance of you know the need to protect people in their home it is your home and that's mm-hmm. the starting point it's yeah. your daughter's home um and so i think as i said you're right to stay there until um 
there is a, a a situation that is suitable for you and your daughter until there's a home provided that is suitable for you and your daughter. Housing is a human right and the state has an obligation and responsibility to ensure you have that. Um, so listen, best of luck with it and keep in touch and we'll be, you're on, um, people can get in touch with you through, you're on Twitter. Um, and your Twitter handle, I'm just looking here. What is it again? Oh my goodness, it's probably uh, Glow Hilton Beauty. <laughs> That's it. It's at Glow. Um, I always, never forget what uh, oh, I never remember what at Glow underscore. I think it is. Yes, underscore Salon, isn't it? Yeah, it's something like that. Sorry. Yeah. Glow Hilton <laughs> Beauty. Set these things up and then zone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glow Hilton Beauty at Glow. Uh, uh, underscore salon. Of course, if you want to, um, I assume, uh, get any um, nails or massage or reflexology, they can <laughs> go to as well. Um, yeah. Glow Health and Beauty, based in Cahir Savine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are, uh, yeah, they can get in touch with you through that and um, mm-hmm. support you and um, follow you. And yeah, is there anything else you want in terms of are you looking for in terms of people supporting you? We can um... do. I just think, um, you know, we, we need to shout louder. Um, mm. I'd be very happy to protest, very yeah. happy to protest um, because enough is enough. Yeah. And I certainly don't like, never liked anyone being mistreated. Um, yeah. And it's very disheartening. Everyone deserves to be treated with respect and everyone deserves to have a home. So I think... Um, it's time to stand up and say no. And um, I think if we, everybody did that together, then, you know, hopefully the government might actually clean the wax out of their ears and start listening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because they do not care. They yeah. do not care. And, and I think as well on that, that it is, um, you know, it's been very difficult. I know people are telling me, you know, people watching what the government are doing for Ukraine refugees, for example, mm-hmm. and feeling mm-hmm. that, you know, they've abandoned so many um, people in this country for years. Yeah. And I think that it, it's it's a very difficult situation and one that, you know, I think we have to provide homes to refugees and mm-hmm. to our people here. You Absolutely. know, that it mm-hmm. shouldn't be a case of being pitched against each other. Yeah. And that's um, the thing, like, and I've heard so many people like that, they'll, you know, they'll be going, oh, the Ukrainians or whatever. And I'm like, no, lads, you need to be angry with the government here. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need, um, but you see some people can't distinguish that. Yeah. Um, but you have to kind of go, no, that is not, they're not the issue. The issue is the government. We have over 200,000 vacant properties in this country. If they had all been dealt with all along, yeah. we'd have loads of room for everybody. Yeah. But they're just ignoring that. So, no, and I have no problem with helping anybody. Um, like I said, there's about, I'd say, five or six hundred here in South Kerry, um, which we've actually no hotel left <laughs> um, or hostel. Um, so even if, if I had to move out um, and the way you see people going to hotels, <laughs> there isn't even that option. But, um, you know, so like. If they sorted out all the vacant properties, there'd be plenty of room for everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like how many um you know, I know one town in Ireland there they have a it's an old um mental institution, I think massive building, 
it's been sitting there idle forever. Can never understand why nothing was done with it. How many places are like that or old convents or schools or whatever around the country that, you know, could house people? Yeah. You know, yeah. So, and I don't, and I, and I don't, um, you know, in some way as well, the, you know, that kind of the blaming of the migrants and refugees suits the government as well mm-hmm. because oh, people. Yeah focus their anger there rather than, yeah. as you say, On the, the source of the problem, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, which is government policy and yeah. the greed and inequality where some people can buy loads of homes and leave them sit yeah. idle and others yeah. can't afford yeah. to even have one home. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was saying to you the other day, what has kind of come to my attention, which obviously is causing a huge problem, is um, inheritance tax. I said the 33% that you have to pay after to the first 33,000 worth or value. Um, I was like, no wonder people are leaving buildings sitting idle because they probably can't afford to pay the inheritance tax. And then, I don't know, they probably don't want to get rid of them because it's in the family for centuries. Um, so like that obviously is is a contributing factor to what's going on with mm. how to yeah. And, and I think, again, I suppose like things like that, you know, we need to have taxation on, you know, transfer properties. But those sort of things are issues that government should have been looking at for years, you yeah. know, and figuring out why, why are yeah. so much vacancy and why is yeah, there exactly, that? And, yeah. You know, but they haven't, they haven't put the resources no. into it. They haven't, no. you know, local authorities don't even have bloody, you know, full time uh, vacant, you know, vacancy yeah. uh, workers, you know, focused yeah. on it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, like somewhere like Kerry County Council should have a whole section, you know, working on tackling vacancy and and bringing, um, you know, buildings back in, figuring out why our owners leaving them vacant. And of course, we should have a vacant property tax as well. Yeah. Um, but listen, Lisa, yes, listen, uh, thanks so much. And we'll keep in touch and, um, yeah, we'll support you along the way. So we'll get this out and hopefully the message will get out and let us know what we can do then come. Um, what day is it next week? Monday. 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 Bank holiday, Monday. Everyone Bank should ho- just come to Carsveen and we'll protest. <laughs> <laughs> You're all off anyway. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on again. And um, our thoughts are, are with you and um, your daughter in the coming weeks. Okay. Lovely. Thanks a million, Rory. No worries. And uh, that was Lisa there. So um, if you can support her, as I said, uh, you can contact her on Twitter and she she might be looking for people to support her protesting. um, If uh, she is being forced to be evicted before there, a proper suitable home is found um, for her. So uh, we might be looking for support in that. But um, thank you, listeners. Please share these podcasts around if you can on social media. Let people know you're listening. And also we are independent media produced by Tony Groves of Tortoise Shack Media. And we completely rely on our listeners for support to keep the show on the road. If you can consider become a patron, support us to keep going and sign up for whatever you can each month. Go over to patron.com forward slash tortoise shack. Thank you so much um, for listening and we will talk to you all soon.